Hey, what's up, guys? Another episode of PK and Mike. Thanks for joining me, where we're hopefully thoughts can be provoked in the gospel of seeing in a greater light that challenges us to live Christ in us. And so, my uh, last couple times I shared who I am, what I'm about, and uh, man, you know what? God's doing some incredible things right now. And it hasn't always been like that. As a believer since fifth grade, I knew I was a sinner. I knew I wanted to pursue this man, Jesus. And uh, so I gave my life to Christ. I accepted him in my heart. And at that moment, the relationship, outside of going to church and worship music and a few Bible studies there, um, I was just going after him. And it wasn't until I got to college till a man started got into my life and showed me how to read my Bible and how to apply it to my heart. God really started gripping my heart in a lot of different ways. And then I got into corporate America and found my identity trying to work up the corporate ladder and trying to find my identity and all these other things instead of Christ. And uh, now here I am. I want other people to see the freedom that I have experienced. I want other people to know that there's hope in this broken world. And uh, that's what this PK and Mike's all about. So hopefully get some thoughts going don't plan on backing away from the gospel. I plan on hitting on topics that are very controversial. Um, not to like start arguments or fights. It's not about that. My heart literally breaks when I see this world falling apart and people chasing these things that they think is going to bring them fulfillment and hope and make them feel like that's what they're created for. When on all reality, it's just going down this slippery slope. But once they finally get what they're after, they get to that point and they realize, you know what, that doesn't really fulfill me. I have to take the next step. They get there and they realize that doesn't fulfill them. And so they have to take the next step. And before you know it, they're so far down the line and so lost and so broken and so miserable. And that's, I think, why we see so many tragedies in this world. Broken families, broken kids being raised by broken families, which these broken kids now are raised into leadership roles and running this broken country. And so my hope and my focus isn't to really get into those topics in detail, but to really bring the gospel out and provoke individuals and people to get back into the word of God and come with an open heart and open mind and study it. And so that's kind of what I'm about. That's where I am. We'll see where this goes. Who knows? But currently I'm in a Bible study with some guys at the Jiu-Jitsu group that I do. Absolutely love these guys. We've gone through the book of... 1st John, 2nd John, 3rd John, Galatians, I think John. Um, but right now we're currently in this book called Only Jesus by John MacArthur. And I really like John. I've read a few of his books in college. And uh, man, I'm only a chapter into this book. And it's really starting to open my eyes in different ways that I haven't seen the gospel. And so I understand that before Christ, I was a slave to sin. The Bible's clear about that. And... When you're a slave to something, something has master over you. And a lot of times when Jesus is speaking in the Bible, he's speaking to a group of people who are very very familiar with what slavery is. It was just part of their dates, part of who it was, right? Obviously, here in the United States, we have a horrible background of slavery, and it has a bad connotation to it. But this book has really brought out this idea of being transferred. And scripture's so clear about this. All we have gone is from slave to sin, brokenness, hurt, trials, tribulations, to transferring us when we give our lives to Christ to becoming a slave to Christ. 
And when you have the perception of that you're no longer a slave to this ugliness of the world, but you're a slave to a savior that brings hope, peace, uh, joy, it creates a lifestyle in you, right? He's, um, he's the root that brings out the fruit. And when you start seeing yourself in a different light, you start acting differently, you start doing things differently. It's no longer about works. It's no longer about how much I can do to please God. It's not about what can I do to become a better, big, uh, a better person because Christ already sees you as righteous and you've given your life over to lordship through him, which makes it even more understandable in Matthew when it says the gates are wide, um, but the way is narrow. Like we as individuals do not want to give ourselves up. We want our own fulfillment. We want to take our own lives into our own hands. We don't want to be controlled by people. And Jesus says, it's clear. If you want to follow me, you must die to yourself. You must die to your pride. You must die to your anger. You must die to your lustful thoughts. You must die to your gender, your gender identity. You must die to um, whatever it is. And over the course of my relationship with Christ, he's continued revealing areas in my life that I had to die to, that I constantly had to put on the back burner. And there's been things in my life where I'm like, I don't want to, because this feels good. This feels like what I'm supposed to be doing. I know you forgive me, so I'm okay being over here. And he continued working and pursuing and wanting me to experience the freedom that he has when we fully submit to his lordship. And so um, the book's called Only Jesus and John MacArthur. And so the way I talk about it this way, right, is I was blessed with a scholarship to play football at Texas Tech University. And every summer, new recruits would come in. We would have walk-ons trying to make the team. Uh, we would have people that would to, to wear the jersey and put the helmet on Saturday afternoons but during the summer workouts you always saw the people who weren't committed because they didn't want to do the extra long workout they didn't want to work out in the hot sun uh, they didn't want to go to the film sessions they wouldn't be part of the team all they really wanted to was to call themselves a texas tech uh, tell people that they were on the texas tech football team those people never lasted the gate to actually play on saturday afternoons was really narrow we may have had 150 people out there and only a select few were able to play on the field on Saturday. Why? Because it took commitment. It took doing the things that other people weren't willing to do. Go to class, stay focused, not party all the time. Do we have people on the team that were athletic and were able to do that? Absolutely. But in the greater numbers of things, when you saw 30,000 fans from the student population come to watch you play, which any of them would give themselves up to be on that field, couldn't do it because they weren't willing to put in the sacrifice. And it didn't just start sacrificing that summer. It started the sacrifice and the commitment started in high school, sometimes before that. Every single day and every single month and every single summer of putting that work in. And Jesus calls us to a life of slavery and lordship and dying to ourselves that looks very similar to that. Many people want to go to church and call it good. Many people want to go and be part of a Bible study and think they're doing the work. And Jesus is calling us to something so much greater than that. Let me read this to you. Understood correctly, and this is from the book, Only Jesus. 
understood correctly, then the gospel is an invitation to slavery. When we call people to faith in Christ, we need to stress that fact in the name, same way Jesus did. On the one hand, the gospel is a proclamation of freedom to sin's captives and liberty to people who are broken by the bondage of sin's power over them. On the other hand, it's a summons to a whole different kind of slavery. Having been freed from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. That's in Romans 6, 18. As the Apostle Peter wrote, act as free men and do not use your freedom as a covering for evil, but use it as a bond slave of God. 1 Peter 2, 16. When you see it as being a slave to Christ and his lordship, it's no wonder why the gates become narrow. Not many people want to make that commitment to Christ. They want the badge, but they don't want the commitment. And so my question to you as we wrap this up is what do you want? Do you want the things of the world that make you feel good in the moment, but that continue leaving you empty? Jeremiah 2.13, for my people have committed two sins for them. They've created them created for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that hold no water. And it's this idea of filling your life here on earth with these false hopes that's going to fulfill this thirst that you have, only to find out that these things that are holding this water are broken and the water continues to leak out, which leaves you with frustration and anger and wanting more. Or do you want a life that you can go to this Christ, who is the fountain of living water, that continues to fill you up. He doesn't promise you greatness, like great days. There's no such thing as a prosperity gospel. In fact, the life of Christ, when you think about dying to yourselves, is a continual death, right? People will mock you. People call you differently. You're going to see sin all around you. But you have to understand that the hope here on earth is a short time for the hope that's going to be internal with Christ. And so I uh, always want to leave this open to you guys. I'm always open to comments. I'm always open to hearing and praying for you. If you need help, if you want to know, like, how do I get into the gospel? How do I start studying? Or this is what I read. What does this mean? I don't have all the answers. I will never come here and, and tell you I have all the answers. But what I'll tell you is I will get into the scriptures. I'll get into the word of God. I'll take it to prayer. And I'll ask God to reveal things to me um, that hopefully I can share with you. If not, we'll do it together. How about that? Guys, thanks for joining another episode. PK and Mike, if this episode says anything to you, please share, please like, do all that stuff. I don't know somehow it works. Talk to you later.